Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Game Closet Chats. It's Adam. And Bianca. And we have two special guests today. Larry. And Lauren. Lauren of infamous episode two fame, <laughs> the winner of many games. So today we are talking about Eschaton, which is the end times, is that right? Yeah, I think that's, yeah. That's what it means? It's certainly a game about the end times. Very dark. Very gritty. Those gritty games that we were talking about. Those gritty games, yes. <laughs> um, very gray. Everything is gray. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is gray. No, that's not quite right. So this is a deck building, kind of tableau building, kind, kind of. of area control. Well, definitely, well, definitely area, area control. control. Yeah, for sure game that was new to us. Uh, Bianca and I have not ever seen it or played it before. And we're going to get some impressions. So why don't we just do like a round table? What do you think? Good. I like area control, but I felt as though I preferred the area control more than I preferred the deck building this time, which was interesting. Theming-wise, I like the idea of all of these cults sort of fighting over all of these lands to appease the Dark Lord and gain control and slaughter each other. <laughs> I guess I just really like the darkness of it. Yeah, I liked how it played. For a first time, sometimes I get a little bit lost, but I felt like I came into this and I sort of knew kind of the path I was going to take. Um, partway through, I kind of questioned myself, just seeing seeing other... <laughs> I didn't have the zeal, so I was not pulling as many cards as everyone else. And so it felt sort of like I was falling behind, but I, I ended up pretty well at the end, points-wise. Did not win, but I felt like I played a decent game on this one for the first time around. This is the second time for Lauren and Larry, although the first one is lost to antiquity at this point, but <laughs> we might get maybe some comparisons here. So, Larry, what did you think? Overall impression. Uh, well, like like Bianca, I really I really like the theme. I like the area control and the deck building aspects. I like that they are separate yet you can you can really affect either one by well what you do with either your area control or your deck or your deck building. Being the second time I played, I would say first time I played I felt like there were there were a lot of things I was trying to understand I was trying to find find the way to you know the best way to win and I think mm -hmm. I figured out what I was doing halfway through and by then it might have been too late I just didn't have wasn't getting enough of whatever I was trying to do and this time when I started I just I picked a thing and stuck with it and Definitely having those those auras made a huge difference because I only had one, but it gave me plus two zeal, and I was I was drawing all kinds of cards and getting to use you know all the uh, the different resources. What did you think, Lauren? It was the second time I played the game, and I think I won the first time. I often win the first time I play a game, and then never <laughs> again, as we mentioned in the last podcast. Um, and this time I was going all out zeal, so I spent a lot of my, I can't remember what they're called, but the little book icon points 
on uh, zeal cards and um, I also kind of put all my eggs in a, in a few baskets as far as the area control went and then right at the end of the game Adam <laughs> came in and killed all my dudes in my areas that I had controlled the entire game um, so at the end all it was sort of death appeases the dark one <laughs> it's true but i definitely lost because of that um so at the end it was like this mad scramble to try to get some land to control at the end um i think the zeal way paid off i i got third place uh of four so not great but uh you know it was good i liked it better the first time we were playing with this group of like definitely goth people the first time it's a very goth game where, you know, uh, the decor of the folks we played with the first time is, like, skulls on the wall and crystals everywhere and they only wear black. Um, and so they were really into it. And I think it kind of, the ambiance added to the game. Larry, tell us a little bit about why you chose to back this game on Kickstarter recently. What was it that you really liked about it? Why did you decide to buy it? Well, can, I, can I jump in before yeah, that? Sorry, and just sorry. give you an overall for mine. I do, I do want to talk about that for sure. Uh, for my own personal experience with it, it's deck building, it's it's area management. The tableau building part of it is the auras, like Larry was talking about. Um, zeal, it's got mentioned quite a few times, is the ability to draw more cards. But what I was really enamored with, or what I liked, or I thought I would like... And what I went all in on was slimming down my deck, making it more powerful. In a lot of deck building games, you have to get a card or do a thing that lets you take cards out of your deck. But in this game, you just sacrifice them. And it's fine, they're gone. But it was hard to do because you can't use their powers and sacrifice them. So it would have been me not doing anything for a round. So I, I did it, but I did it slowly. And so by the time the game was done, I was drawing all my cards every time, and they were pretty good cards. And as Lauren said, I was able to make some moves militaristically, but it was too late. I do feel like two more rounds, I potentially could have made some moves, which makes me think of a chief complaint that I know Lauren has had about Champions of Midgard, which is just, it doesn't feel like there's enough time to do everything. Which I don't feel it in that game. So, obviously, it's just some, some preferences. But I feel like it took too long for me to get to where I was going. And I lost handily. For sure. Way, way, way down on the points. Which will be where I am. Always. Mm -hmm. Almost always. <laughs> I, I would say... I, yeah, I think all of us lost handily to Larry, though. That's true. Like, Bianca got 22, right? I So I came in second, and it's interesting that you mentioned that, because all throughout the game, I was meaning to sacrifice things out of my deck, but and I actually didn't really buy that many cards that like gave me influence or gave me those other things. I was focusing on the aggression part, the, um, the area control part, and so it was interesting. At one point in, during the event phase... We drew an event where it was actually detrimental to have more in your sacrifice pile, and it actually hurt you a lot a lot in the middle of the game. And I thought that was interesting, because it's actually a mechanic to get things into your your sacrifice pile. And so I just didn't... It's, it's, 
it was interesting how it was both useful, but then it was also really bad at the same time. I don't know. It just right. It right. just hurt you really bad at the middle of the game. It did. Um, I I feel like it was it was something that, like I said, in other deck building games, is usually a little more difficult to do. So I wanted to try it out, see how it would work, and with more time, it would have been better. Or if I'd been com- more committed and really gutted my deck from the beginning to skip some turns, possibly. Mm-hmm. So this game, uh, I don't know the publisher information, but we'll put it in the description, or maybe Larry knows. Uh, Archon Games. Archon Games. So it has maybe a little bit of a Kickstarter story. So, yeah, going back to Lauren's comment, if Larry wants to share some of that. Uh, So I believe it's the fourth edition of the game, and my understanding is that uh, it's a Kickstarter only game so this is the the, every time they've done a kickstarter it's been for some new aspect an expansion or whatever Uh, but the most recent one was actually for the uh, first player turn marker which was a coin which is a really nice coin but it ended up being a a $60 coin that came with a free copy of the game (laughs) Uh, but uh, i I did i I did get the expansion as well with that so it'll be interesting interesting to see if uh, how much that changes the game i would i would also add that this is the second time i've played and there were a lot of things that i didn't see happen in this game that i saw happen in the first game as far as like events and you know like the event that that made it so it was actually a detriment for you to have a bunch of things in your sacrificial pyre. But I don't recall what they were, but I remember seeing other things like that that, that happened. Sure, there was a yeah. whole stack of a stack of event cards that you choose from at the beginning of the game. So yeah. definitely some differences. I also remember the first time we played the event deck being much more uh, dramatic as we went through. This time it really felt low-key. Like we pulled an event and it did almost nothing. I think the event that Larry, or the omen that, that Larry ended up winning, uh, the one that you won, got you seven points. Yes. And I think that actually helped a lot in you winning. So there is that. Uh, absolutely. The, the, uh, winning that omen, omens are worth the most points, but actually winning that omen and every time I go, I forget what the it's called, but go, when you get to look at the, at the deck and you pick one and discard the others the divination the divination Mm -hmm. yeah every time i did that uh i just took one of the relics uh which are worth points they're just straight worth points nothing else so i was just taking points every turn for a while and so when it would come when i draw them i just put them in i just sacrifice them uh and i think that bumped me up alone i think what did i end up with 40 some points yeah and I, I'm guessing it, at least 20, if not more, were from just those relics that I just sacrificed. I was going to mention, I was going to ask about, because um, just during during the gameplay, I felt like the event deck didn't really have a lot of effect on my gameplay at all. So I was like, this is interesting, you know, playing through the whole game. And I was like, we really probably could have just played without the event deck almost. Um, but it's interesting for you to say that there's more things that were missing or that we didn't see. So... I would be, yeah, it would be interesting to see what the rest of those cards are, and it's good to know that there's, like, more variety um, 
and you, yeah, pulling all those. I, I think the, and I, if I remember correctly, the, the event deck is constructed randomly. Right. Mm. Yeah, so, it, yeah. Yeah, I definitely felt in the first game that we were like, oh no, here it comes, it's <laughs> event time, well, how's this, you know, how's this going like to mess pandemic. us up? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that might, maybe that speaks to, like you were saying, with uh, the ambiance and the, the, the place and time and who you're playing it with that uh, made such a difference. I felt like most of the mechanics for the game missed for me. Uh, the I didn't feel the theming was super strong because if you're trying to build up a cult to bring about the end times or just be a cult when it happens, it doesn't feel to me like finding the relics for points is better than getting the basilisk and the manticore and the behemoth i i feel like strengthening your deck was not useful for me or or maybe at all like you're saying you eschewed those for the relics right and then the area control felt tacked on for me which is maybe if it was I don't know, a house? I, I don't know. I, I feel like it was just maybe too big and broad, and it didn't quite reach that level for me. Um, deck building is definitely one of my favorite mechanics. Area control is not. Mm. So that's part of it. And there have been several games we played. Barbarians, the Underdark one mm. that we played before that I misremember. Uh, Tyrants of the Underdark. Tyrants of the Underdark, which was fun. I would prefer that one to, to Eschaton. There were the, just uh, there were other elements to that one, if I remember right, and like mm -hmm. movement and some intrigue. That one felt way more themey to me than this one did. Other than the color scheme being gray, black, and tan. <laughs> yeah, when you bring that up, the art style of the board, the art style of the back of the cards, the art style of the box. It's all kind of sepia and gray. It's very depressing. Like it's the plague. I mean, a lot of this is like about. The Dark Ages and End of Times, like you said. Um, but then the card art is just not great. And it really pulls me out of the game. Because it's got a little bit of an anime style. It doesn't match at all. And it's bad. <laughs> so that also pulls me out. Where that's half of the game. The art itself is really bad. And the other half, the art's really cool and thematic. Um... The other thing, too, is in the deck building phase, you could spend your points on something else, which I liked, mm. but it never got utilized, except I think I was the only one who did anything but march. Well, Larry did a couple curses. I'm pretty sure I'm the only one who dispelled anything. I marched several times. And march then was good. You, then you cursed me. <laughs> so well, I had to the curse, plague, or you plagued me. All, and that's and <laughs> great. If it was, if if you, if the plague didn't cost four influence, which yes. I never had, mm -hmm. that was good. That's more themey. To oh, now we're plaguing the land. Mm -hmm. That would be that would be fun. The I, event deck brought a lot more plagues in the last time yeah. we played, and there are also oh, there are four time. of those cards. There's. Uh, you know that like the plague card there are right. four of those actions and i think as a group we only used one of them is that true I, yeah well larry used curse a few times and i oh, used I dispel used, a few times i used curse and march a few times and i used plague i think once and bianca used it mm -hmm. once okay so we did use them all we, we used them but we didn't use them much 
And it's like with a dispel, I really would have liked to got rid of the auras you guys were using, but I gotta sacrifice my entire turn to do it, and it helps the group. Yes. So it's like it, it's when it falls to that one, it's like, all right, well, somebody's gotta do it, and so I, I just I don't like that. That's not a driving fun factor in a game for me. Uh, my yeah, I agree with. It was nice having those extra abilities on the side of the tableau. Um, and one thing I wanted to mention was the cards that we were buying, it wasn't until, like, partway through the game that we realized some of those cards even had powers themselves, and so I would have much rather preferred those cards to be merged with the other cards, and to actually have those abilities on the cards and have it more meaningful. I mean, yes, they have their own, you know, points-wise, you know, for aggression or zeal or whatever you want, but I felt like... You know, I bought a couple of what I wanted, and then I didn't really buy many more after that because, like, you were calling your deck, so, you know, you're not buying as many. Um, you're using, you know, the powerful cards that you have, and so it would potentially be more useful to merge those and have, have the cards on the tableau to have those powers and to sort right. of, sort oh, of I see what merge, you're saying now. Absolutely. merge those. Yes, the, the Archon gets the March power, mm -hmm. the whoever gets or maybe the marauder gets the the pontiff can have the dispel and yeah that like, would yeah. that would make sense like I a would, plague bearer mm -hmm. yeah that. the zealot even mm -hmm. or, or even the fanatic maybe but you destroy the card mm -hmm. i don't know there's it wasn't unfun i don't want to give that I, you know this is like a solid middle of the road for me i just felt like a lot of games that we have played recently i've just felt like are trying to package too many mechanics mm -hmm. instead of being original with mechanics and i think they think they're being or they're trying to trick you into thinking it's original <laughs> but it's not it's just deck building and area control mm -hmm. and I, I haven't really enjoyed that the barbarians we played have the rondelle mechanic and worker placement and area control mm -hmm. and some tableau building yeah and it's just like oh it's a lot to keep track of can we just pull dominion out <laughs> <laughs> Any final thoughts or anything else you'd like to talk about as far as Eschaton goes? Uh, I, I want to play it a third time. Yeah. Like, I know that. Like, I, I'll play it more. My, the difference between the first game and the second game has me more interested in what a third game will look like. Because I think that... Uh, and playing it sooner. So that, <laughs> you know, I remember things like exactly like that. That the there are abilities on some of the cards. Yeah, like trying something different... Because even though I kind of focused, I didn't get super focused. I think that there are ways to really go all in on whether it's influence, like buying everything or the divination and just trying to get all the things you can from, uh, from that deck uh, or, or aggression, you know, just go like, you know, getting all the, getting all, placing all the cubes and, and, uh, and taking everybody else's, but yeah, I'm interested to see what you know a third or fourth game looks like, and then there's also an expansion, which I honestly don't know what's in the expansion. So yeah, there could be a lot. Like more many that. Kickstarter yeah. recipients, I don't quite know what was in this. I do think the fact that there was more than just buying power and attacking power—that's nice, yeah. that for sure. Bianca, anything you'd like to um, leave us with? Yeah, I would be interested in playing another game, and especially that since the event deck is randomized of seeing what else could potentially happen. And then now that I have played it and seen it, uh, know a little bit more about, you know, the cards and the powers um, of trying trying to play a different way. So I would definitely be interested in, yeah, 
playing it again and trying to play it a different way. Something I really about, like about Legendary, which I think is the best deck builder games, I don't know if there are better deck builder games than Legendary, is that there's always this point in the game where it's very obvious that you need to start discarding your lower level starting cards right. and really start only focusing on the purchased cards. And I don't feel like there's a point at all in Eschaton where that's really obvious, where it's like, oh, these cards are no longer helpful. Uh, I should be discarding them. And I also don't feel like the there is a bonus to discarding them because at the end, in my mind, I thought the Sacrificial Pyre was really where you would get your end of game points from. And so I thought when we were done, oh, I'm screwed. I only have two cards in my Sacrificial Pyre. But then really, you add them all together. You take everything that was in your Sacrificial Pyre out and it gets added back into your main deck. Um, so they're really, to me, to Adam's point, I don't understand the point of putting things in your sacrificial pyre except for those few uh, relics that right. benefited you, gave mm -hmm. you auras for doing it. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I'd be interested in playing again a third time, and I also want to play the expansion, see if it adds to or fixes any of these mechanics that we thought were only okay. Like, is there something you could do to make it exciting and better? I think the zeal mechanic makes just trimming your deck not as worthwhile. Mm -hmm. Because as a matter of fact, you might want those cards because if you exhaust your deck with the zeal, you can't keep doing, you can't keep drawing. So when you were drawing 12, 13 cards, even those little starting cards were fine. They were good. They added to it. And I think that was a miss on my part of thinking, oh, well, the zeal, meh. But it actually turns out the zeal was, was pretty important, so... As far as deck builders go, yeah, I think Legendary mm -hmm. beats his hand down. I think Eminent Domain wins mm -hmm. on this one for me. Um, uh, to the Tyrants one, I, I feel like I, I would play that one before this, but I'd play it again. Like I said, I don't think it was a bad game. Okay, well, we're going to wrap it up then. Unfortunately, we didn't get any visits from Tiger today, no, but we had the next best thing with our great and wonderful game-playing friends, great parts of our lives, Lauren and Larry, here with us. They'll be be back, I'm sure. So until the next time, I'm Adam. And I'm Bianca. And Lauren. And Larry. Thanks, everybody. Mm -hmm.